What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne, for another adventure in Wonderland. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, uh -huh. I'm excited about today's topic because we're, we're, we've decided, we've chosen based on everybody's feedback to do a three-part series on um, going from the wounded child to the magical creator. And so if you guys are just tuning in for the first time this morning, I would highly encourage you to go back to the archives of the last couple weeks. The first week of this series, we had Dr. Lisa Cooney on the show. And last week, we also we talked a lot about the wounded child. And today, I'm super excited to kind of talk about what um, what we've called our wounds, but that's actually like part of our gifts and our greatness is underneath the wounds. And I wanted to um, read this this the copy that we created for the show because this is Megan's brilliance coming out. Um, it says we hide our potency underneath our wounds as a protection against our greatness. It takes a great deal of courage to face a wound and say. I see you, greatness. So what greatness have you been hiding underneath the wounds that you won't look under? So that's really what we're going to dive into deep today. I see you, greatness. <laughs> you can't hide from me no more. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit. <laughs> I, that's how I see it, though. Like when I wrote that uh, copy, that's how I see it. It says, it's this hide and seek we do with our greatness. And where better to hide it than in a wound? Because nobody wants to go there. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to look there. Even those of us who, you know, have been doing inner work forever, like what we can now say is like, well, I've pounded the pillows and I've emoted and I just don't need to go there anymore. And I don't want to be like those other victims. And so now we have these whole other set of excuses not to even look there in, in the places where we're wounded or the places that um, we have conflict or the places that it's like, ooh, I don't want to look at what that is. And all those places, like if you can think about, okay, so here's an awesome question, right? Take somebody in your life that you feel like is super, like, important to you. Like, that you know, father, brother, mother, son, partner, whatever. Like, somebody who's super important to you. And I want you to imagine the very worst thing they could say to you. Like, it's like, ooh, I never want them to say this to me. Like, whatever that is, 
that's a great place to look for hidden greatness because that's the place where we've built the most walls and we're defending against and we never want to be that and we never want anybody to say we're that and so we just ain't going to go there. Mm-hmm. But what if everything is the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be and that's actually where some of your biggest greatness is? How about that? So, yeah. So what would be... What came to mind for you? I'm curious. When you asked, um, when, I when you wouldn't want was, somebody to tell you. I didn't do it. I just was saying it. I know. So, I'm asking you to tune in now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, hmm. I'll start first if you want. Okay, go. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was still, it was really interesting because I've been working on this for a while now as far as like, you know, but the first thing that came to mind is don't tell me that I'm selfish and don't tell me that I'm a bitch. Um, (laughs) which is kind of crazy, right? Like, um, yeah, like, because. Selfish, both of those things is something that I've really been working on for a long time, like kind of claiming the, you know, the um, crazy bitch that I am and, um, you know, and really seeing myself as, you know, if I put myself first, then I, I'm not being selfish. I'm actually just caring for myself. But it's interesting, right? Because the second that you asked that, it still came up. Those still came up, even though, quote, I've worked on them. And I've, you know, worked through that and owned that and all that stuff. Clearly, I have a little bit more work to do. <laughs> well, and also bitch is something that we, it's a term we use for women so that they will, their potency will feel diminished, right? Because mm-hmm. there's an intensity in what we call bitch. There mm-hmm. is uh, a potency in what we call bitch. So it's like for you to be able to go, yeah, I'm a bitch. I'm an awesome, I'm an epic bitch that like I build worlds. I'm such a bitch. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like owning it on that level. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, you know, for me, it really boils down to like, like the biggest thing that still comes up for me is that you're not attracted to me. Right? Like it would be like, Like, I'm not attracted to you. And I'm like, huh, isn't that interesting? Because, like, it's body-centered, which is this is a place that I'm looking at right now, and I've been getting awareness about how freaking much potency I have hid in my body. Mm -hmm. And so it's the place where I also fight with the most and judge the most. And, like, it is a place where I've stored a lot of my abuse and abandonment and all of that. And how clever is that to store it in that place of the place we never want to go, the thing we never want to hear, the thing we will do everything in our power to never have somebody say that to us, right? So how much, how many years of selflessness did you do to not have anybody say you were selfish? Like how Mm -hmm. many, like how many sellouts? Have mm-hmm. you performed in your life so that nobody would call you selfish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and oh, I think and it's everything really... that brings up for everyone. Can we ungrade it? Destroy that, please. <laughs> yeah. People have some energy on that. Okay, so this is the first time you're tuning into our show. That gobbledygook I spoke is called The Clearing Statement, and you can go to theclearingstatement.com. It's an access consciousness tool, and it is one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful clearing tool I've ever discovered. So, like, just feel the energy when I speak it, and, and just really, like, I just ask you to trust it and go along with us and say yes so that the you can begin to feel the energy moving out of your system, out of your body. Yeah, so I wanted to share some of what's happening in the chat room because people are just typing in like crazy all the stuff that they wouldn't want to have kind of projected at them or wouldn't want to hear, or wouldn't want people to think about them. And I think it's really, really telling. Um, like, you know, um, I'm just scrolling up um, that you're not, that you're lazy or useless, that you mm-hmm. hurt me. Um, that you're crazy, right? Like, uh, that was, has been one for me in the past where a lot of, like, re- in my relationship with the masculine, with men, a lot of men called me crazy um, because I was, like, super emotional and intense. So um, that one's been one for me in the past. Um, also, like, not being a good mom. Um, that's, like, some of what's been... Um, being put in the chat room, which is really, really cool. Um, thank you, everybody, for sharing. And if you guys want to come in the chat room, it's it's a party. It's super, super fun. You can go to adazen.fm and click on the chat room button. It's red. And come back in the back. It's super fun to come play. And um, and everybody's, everybody's welcome. So... Cool. Um, somebody, somebody in the chat room shared that when they, um, how did she? She said it's so good. It's it, everything. Everybody writes so fast that it scrolls up. <laughs> owning, owning what I resisted the most changed my life a hundred percent. Owning what I resisted the most changed my life one hundred percent. Yes, beautiful, beautifully said. So. What what are you resisting that is actually that you've decided is a wrongness that's actually a strongness that you keep resisting so you never have to be that strongness and everything that brings up and lets down can we uncreate and destroy it please mm-hmm. right wrong good bad pot pock all nine boys shorts and beyonds mm-hmm. Wow, cool. So, and it can go the other way too, right? Like, did you see what Gypsy Jen wrote? Mm-hmm. You are perfect, infallible. Everything comes to you so easy, so easily. Mm-hmm. So that was what people were telling her that yep. she was, yep. you know, that she was actually resisting, you know, because she didn't want to be the tall poppy, basically, right? Like the one the tall poppy in the field so many of us have these incredible capacities and talents and we hide in our woundedness because we wouldn't want to go to all of the talents and capacities that we are because then who knows we could be better than or we could you know be greater than somebody in our family or we could be seen as 
you know, like um, stuck up or greater than or, you know, we could be targeted because we stand out um, like all the all of this, all of the energy that's getting brought up here um, around being the tall poppy in a field of poppies. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I want to add something to that, hun, which is that even though it seems like a positive, oh, you're so perfect, everything comes easy to you. Mm-hmm. It actually isn't really said as a compliment. I wanted to say that because there's an energy in that kind of a statement, which is basically a, a, a very subtle, mean kind of put down. It's a how dare you. How dare you have it easy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, and how many times have we just run away from things that are positive about us because it made someone else feel less than on some level, right? And so it's like, um, I love this conversation because we can have so many wounds on that side of the fence as well. There was a, I uh, used to be part of an organization um, and we did this week-long retreat called The Awakening. It was very powerful transformational experience, but there was one of the specific processes that we did was called the breakthrough. And one of the one of the ways that we did that was like you would have a small group that you were doing your breakthrough with and you were supposed to say the worst thing that you heard as a kid growing up. And then everybody in the group would say that to you until it would trigger you enough to kind of bleh, all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was really funny because this girl and or or it could be where you said the thing you imagine saying it to yourself as you pointed around the room. So this girl was pointing around the room going, you're amazing. You're the best kid ever. And and everybody in the group was kind of like, what? And the facilitator was like, no, honey. No, honey. Say the bad things that happened to you. And she's like, that is the bad things. Who the hell can live up to that? (laughs) It always made me feel less than, you know. Uh um, And so it's like, yeah, anything that is said – Either, like, for her, it wasn't said as a cruel thing. Her parents were genuinely being kind. But it was said as a bar. Like, Mm -hmm. we need you to be perfect. It was said as something she had to always reach up to, right? And Mm -hmm. so, and it also, you know, for me, it was such a delightful experience because I was there and I was like, oh, like, it doesn't matter what family we step into. It doesn't matter what kind of good, bad, abuse, right, whatever the hell. We are here to uncover things about ourselves and our families are the perfect environment to push those buttons up so that we can claim our brilliance. So what if, you know, your family that you're judging is like so messed up and whatever, what if you freaking handpick them because they would pull up all of the stuff that you wouldn't want to look at, but you would look at because your greatness was there and you would finally become what you were meant to become. Mm-hmm. And everything that just brought up, can we uncreate <laughs> destroy that, please? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Everything's the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing's the opposite <laughs> of what it appears to be. <laughs> so we have a caller. We have Jewel on the line. Is this a good oh, time fantastic. to take her call? Um, I think so. I mean, I know I've been talking for a minute. Do you want to add anything, Sweets? No, I think we should just take a caller. All right, let's do it to her. 
Okay. Hi, girls. Hi. Hi, Joel. Hi. Um, yes, I this might seem like a silly question, but how come we can't just push a button and erase all that crap? <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, truly, Jewel, with the access consciousness clearing statement and with choice, those are the two magic buttons, okay? Now, it may seem like, well, that's kind of oversimplified, but it really isn't. It's kind of like when you actually choose, it's like, you know what? I am going to choose my greatness, period. I'm not going to let anything stop me. And every time you have a thought, every time something comes up where you go to the wrongness of you and you pot and pock that shit and choose your greatness again, you are gaining that new neural pathway that has you step stronger and stronger and deeper and deeper into who you truly are and it's it's not even it's not more complicated than that like we've made it super super complicated but it's like we just have to keep taking that next step forward and like for me almost every choice I I'm looking at these days I'm like what will create greater and what I'm saying by that is what will create me to be more of my greatness Right, Because every choice is about us claiming and owning more greatness. So it really is just choosing what will create greater moment to moment, choosing to own our greatness. And then we use that fancy little clearing statement to move energy when it feels a little sticky. And we also, Jewel, we have literally thousands of lifetimes of playing this shit out. And so, yeah, I think with some things we can just choose it and it changes. And with other things, I feel like we it's required that there's a few layers that we get to go through, but it's not because, oh, um, I'm punishing myself for all the lifetimes I did that. It's because that we, there's a, there's a saying that Emily Dickinson had in one of her poems. It said, truth must dazzle gently or every man be blind. Truth must dazzle gently or every man be blind. Um, our greatness gets revealed in direct proportion to our ability to be it and receive it and in direct proportion to what the world is available to receive. So we're always in perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Well, Beautiful. I've kind of talked to you guys about this before, but there's just times that I just um, want to go sleep and I just, you know, want to pass out. And, and I don't want to. I want to keep going, but... Is that my body a way of just um, rebooting itself or something? Maybe it needs to go to sleep for a little bit. But I just feel real uncomfortable before it happens. I'm just like, oh, my God, everything just seems so crazy and it just seems so nuts and... So is that is that your body's way of processing through whatever's coming up for you in, on that in that moment? Could be. Well, truth is that. Yeah, we'll feel in to like not it could be like truth is that what's happening? Yes. Yes. Cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, how long ago did your body um, create that as a way to actually easily get through whatever you're going through in the moment? 
Oh, and I'm making me and my body wrong by mm-hmm. saying yep. we should get this done and I need got stuff to do and I don't have time for that crap. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Joel. <laughs> Bye for now. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, sweetie, do you know that we have callers lined up? I know we do, but we got to go on break. We have to go on break, but we will get you as soon as we come back. Yeah, this is so a you're juicy listening. topic. I know, you're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we'll be back for more in just a minute. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome 
Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're talking about what is underneath the wounds that is really our greatness, our strongness. And if we were really to claim that, what would be possible? And we have a lot of callers waiting. So, babe, do you want to get to our callers? Let's do it. Producers, will you send us the first one first, please? Mm-hmm. Who do we have on the line? Becky is unmuted. Becky, you're on first. <laughs> Who's on oh, second? <laughs> Hi, Becky. How are you, honey? Hi. Good. Okay. Awesome. What's your question? Well, I wasn't going to call in today, but, you know, in your little song there at the beginning of your show that says, are you scratching your head a little? Call in. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I called it. I'm, like, confused. I just can't wrap my head around this. So -hmm. what you're saying is, so when you ask that question about uh, think of somebody and and what would come up and, and that's your hidden or latent potency and how you talked about, uh, you know, your body and the potency that you have in, in your body, Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I, I'm not quite, I just, just not quite getting that. So mm-hmm. a, a few things came up for me. One thing that comes up for me a lot is that, oh, I'm not a good mom. And uh, then the other thing that came up for me was, um, oh, that my my husband would come home and say that he, he found someone else and that was it. He didn't want me anymore. Mm-hmm. So, Doctor Megan, what what hidden potency <laughs> have I got going on here? <clears throat> well, actually, I'm going to refer to Doctor Suzanne on this one, especially on the mom side of things, because that was yours, right, honey? Yeah, I would say, like, you know, I think every parent and it goes through like I'm not a good enough parent, you know, like I'm not a good enough mom, just because I think that the it's one of those lifelong um, roles that we play that is there's not a manual and every child is different and you you never know. Um, you do your best and you never know. Um, but I think that, you know, for me in um, – I guess what I would ask you is, Becky, do you feel like that you – um, show up as kind of a traditional mom, like uh, like you're – in the way that you parent or do you tend to do mothering differently than maybe what society says or, you know, what was modeled? Oh yeah. Very different. Yeah. So I think like that's where I would look for you is, um, is there some kind of strength or capacity or something that you know about mothering um, that maybe society wouldn't like get that mm-hmm. actually has you fearing that you're a bad mom when in actuality you're you're doing it so differently and brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> like and and if you if you wouldn't mind, I like um, I would love to share 
why I'm asking that question because I feel like I've actually heard this very thing from you, from your very lips, which actually okay. helped, which actually helped me open up to that my mothering could be okay. So I don't know that you I've ever shared this with you, but the nope. first time I but the first time I met you, I was talking <laughs> to you about your kids and about parenting and you said, "Well, actually, I feel like that all my kids are their own um their own person and um and really it I just kind of have to get out of the way and allow them to show up as who they are." And 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 really like they kind of just um like I feel like I'm just kind of a steward. Um and that was probably six years ago. And I, it was a an incredible opening for me of like wow, that is such a great way of seeing your role as a mother. Do you remember that? I don't remember saying that, but I I do know that that is is the way that I that I have been mm-hmm. a mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and often I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll think of myself as wrong because I'm not that hovering and doing for and showing up at every and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And when there's something something going on for the kids, I'll say, okay, well, how, you know, what what would you like me to do? What what role would you like me to play in this special day or whatever? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, well, do whatever you want. And I'll be like, well, what are the good parents doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. What are the hashtag? What are the good parents doing? <laughs> Love that. You know, Becky. Um, Gary Douglas says this, and I, I I know the truth of it. He said, number one, he said, you chose your parents because you could outmanipulate them, and they they actually you chose parents that couldn't stop you. So by the way, you chose kids that wouldn't be stopped by you, which is awesome. And the other thing is, is he's like, you know, it's like um, mostly we ch- like it's like the kid chooses the parent based on a parent that won't get in its way. Right, mm-hmm. and so because what they really need to do is to be them, and mm-hmm. so it's like the, really the highest level of parenting is to allow the child to be them, and mm-hmm. to give them mm-hmm. space to be them. And you know, I I've worked with a lot of people who had hovering parents, and they're kind of messed up. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> what we've been. I mean, it's one of those. Everything's the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. What we've been taught good parenting is is actually creating problems. <laughs> so, um, again, it's like there's all this sort of turnaround, right? And that's why you feel confused. You feel confused because you're in the middle of breaking the spell right now. Is that mm-hmm. actually what's true is you're a very potent parent because you know how to hold space for who your children be. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the that's the strength. It's like you have had a knowing and an awareness and a way of being as a mother that hasn't really come into our society necessarily. And yet, if we, you know, if mothers everywhere actually like created enough space for their child to just show up as who they really are, 
can you imagine the kids growing up, what would occur, right? So I, I see you as a, as a brilliant mother, having known that for however many years, way before your time, way before that conversation was even on the planet. And I think what's true is for people who are very energy sensitive or what Access calls humanoid, is we actually have capacities that are way before their time. And that's a lot of what why we're calling ourselves wrong because that thing hasn't come in yet. I can't even tell you how many times I came up with this thing, this idea, and it was like 20 years before its time. And then it mm-hmm. got popular like 20 years later. I'm like, what the F? But I made myself wrong because when I came out with it, it went clunk because nobody got it yet, right? It's like, oh, damn it. You know, Mm -hmm. and so how many of us have capacities that are actually just ahead of our time and we're calling it wrong because it's people aren't able to receive it in this moment. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Will you let that in? Yeah. (laughs) Anything in the way of that? Anything in the way of that? Can we uncreate this story that? Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Cool. Well, I think cool. we have a couple more callers. So is that good for now, Becky? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, she had she had one more thing that we didn't address, hon. Do you want to address that, Becky? Yes, please. Cool. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't have time, I... <laughs> Okay. It'd be awesome if we could. Cool. Yeah. So one of the things, I'll, I, Dr. Megan will come in on that one because that's one of mine, right? Is that like I don't, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm leaving, right? It's like some version of that. Um, and here's the here's the potency that I was hiding underneath that, and it just, I'll just let that sit sit with you. Not necessarily go into some deep process about it, but I have an amazing capacity to have my own back. And I've made it up for years that I would be devastated if the person that I was with left me because I wouldn't be okay on my own. But that's the lie, is that I'm not okay with me, that I'm not completely self-sustainable, uh you know, capable of absolute joy in every single moment. Just me and my own little party for one over here. It brings up, and and I will um, actually just do one clearing on this, um, but it's more of a general clearing. But here it is: what if what have you made so vital, valuable, and real, and significant about your wounds? that you can justify keeping them in place so you never have to be or see your greatness. And everything that is, times a godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Uh-huh, right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And the other side of that is that if we actually owned our capacity to have our own back, then there's this fear of like, oh, well, then I wouldn't need a relationship or wouldn't want a relationship if I had my own back. But that's actually not true. That's actually when you step into actually the healthiest possible kind of relationship that you could have is when you know that you don't need that other person, that you're choosing them. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> There's silence. <laughs> Everything's the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah. I, I for sure have that amazing capacity to have my own back, you know. As a single yeah. mother with six kids for like 12 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the, that's the lie you're telling yourself. You know, is that you wouldn't be okay if he said that or did that or, you know what I mean, you would be devastated or whatever. And it's total crap. So what if you were just, (laughs) what if you just were that have my own back greatness within the relationship and knowing that even if if he were to say that, that you could receive that and go, oh, okay, cool. Right on. I'm sad, but, you know, it's okay. So Mm -hmm. that there's still some part of you seeing yourself as a small child that wouldn't be okay if you were left, right? And so the or to do maybe there's sorry. Go ahead. Or maybe it's like proving that I'm it's like showing me proof that I'm just not that good or not good enough or yeah. Prove to me. Prove to me that I'm not. What Mm -hmm. lies are you telling yourself? Uh, what lies of weakness are you spinning to keep the greatness of you from winning? Uh, Everything that brings <laughs> up and lets down. Can we create, destroy it? Yes, please. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, talk, talk, all nine boy shorts and beyonds. Producers, do you remember that? That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what lies are you spinning to keep your greatness from winning? And everything that, that brings up and lets down. Can we uncreate, destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Cool. Good for now, Becky. Good for, yeah, thanks, lady. Uh-huh, you're um, welcome. Coolio. Thanks. So I thank you so much. I'd love to jump on to our next caller, Jenny. We have three minutes before break. We can at least get you started. Come on live, girl. Okay. Hello, hello, ladies. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. <laughs> Can I have my song, Megan? The song? I wanted my Megan song. Megan always sings me. Jenny, Jenny, (laughs) Jenny, Jenny. There you go. There's my song. (laughs) (laughs) Always makes me feel loved when I have my song. I I wanted to add something about being pathetic. Mm-hmm. But that's not something I have been willing to be, is pathetic. And so I had a friend on Monday, this magical friend. She's like, what if you just were? And I was like, what if I was? I wonder what that would create. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of started out doing that. So I kind of taken three, do- three days off from clients, from clients. And my whole intention was to be pathetic. I was like, I am going to be, I'm going to have a party at this. I'm going to be the best pathetic person there is. I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm going to watch whatever I want and I'm going to eat junk food all day long. Well, really good. I love it. A pathetic party for one. For right. A pathetic party for one. And that's how it started out. I even have a journal and it says pathetic party for one. So... How did it go? How long did that last? Well, then I was like, oh my gosh, and I started journaling. And so I've kind of written 
like 25 pages in my journal. But what came out was this energy and this potence and this like kind of been in this rage cocoon and this dragon has come out. And I was like, no more. And this huge post on spiritual abuse I've written and I'm getting ready to post it in a couple of days. And just this energy has come out of me being willing to be pathetic. Mm -hmm. Um, Gypsy Jen says you sucked at it, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> you sucked at being pathetic. <laughs> I tried really hard. <laughs> you know what? That is so classic that your dragon was hiding inside pathetic. Yes. That's exactly this is what we're talking about in this show. Everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what right? it appears to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so brilliant. That is so brilliant. I love, love, love that you did that, and I love that you shared that. Because the willingness, Jen, Jenny, to go in to that place where nobody wants to go, we we will avoid looking, feeling pathetic in every way, shape, or form to the like as much as possible. And look what was in there by you being willing to go in. It's like how I see it is that literally that the, our greatest treasures are guarded by dragons. Our greatest mm-hmm. treasures are guarded by dragons. And it's that place you don't freaking want to go that has all right. the juice and all the potency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the place you're willing to go, you've already you've already mined the genius and the greatness there. Like all the places you're willing to look at, you know, over and over and over again. And it's like, oh, yes, I, I have this issue. And you can hear it in people's voices. They're proud of that issue. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's that Mm -hmm. place that we don't want to go that has the most unmined potential. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thanks, Mm -hmm. Jenny, for sharing. That's awesome. You're welcome. Absolutely. Thank you, Jenny. Is that, are you good for now? No, I'm good for now. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Yay. Thank you so much, Jenny. Bye. Yay. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye bye. All right, darling. We're going on a short break. And then we got to come back back for more. (laughs) And there's another caller, by the way. Yeah. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true, synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm.
This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne, on A to Zen FM. I, dot FM, I would like to, uh, before we bring our final caller on for today, I would love to just give a shout out to where you can find some awesome, awesome resources of ours to continue the conversation and get more support. Um, we have an online Facebook group called Weird on Air, or you, what, you say it better, honey. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne, right? Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Yes. Yes. and we're oh. actually going to be combining all of our Facebook groups into that one. And so we're going to have like question days and challenge days. So um, that's a great place. And we like last week, we put a free clearing loop on there for everybody following us on the show as our gift. Um, we're going to be putting more and more energy there. And so tell your friends to come. It's an open group, but you ha- do have to be approved. So it's um, come on and play there. We had two amazing free trainings last week that we did online. If you go to Stop Asking Stupid Questions, the event called Stop Asking Stupid Questions and go into the discussion, there is a link at the very bottom that you can grab the replay for that. And then Suzanne and I did one on Sunday that was off the hook called Becoming Become an Energy Mage. And if you go to the Facebook group, Become an Energy Mage or the event page, again, at the bottom of the discussion is a replay link. Highly, highly recommend that. And both of those are previews to Magic School starting mm-hmm. next Monday. I'm so freaking excited for Magic School. I can't even see straight. And we will post the link in Weird on the Air and also on our Facebook pages, so it'll be really easy to get to that. And finally, but not lastly, um, with regards to the topic of today, the reason, one of the biggest reasons we're bringing Lisa Cooney out to to Park City in November is for her ROAR class, which is Living Radically Alive Beyond Abuse. And um, really, you guys, there's so much potency hiding in all of us. And people kind of resist a workshop like this because it has, you know, it's about abuse or whatever. But it is that, it is, if I had to face a dragon with anybody, it would be Lisa Cooney. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is no dragon any kind of match for her ever. Like, Mm -hmm. talk about giving the support in a loving environment and and with a dragon slayer um, Mm -hmm. to to face some of these places. This is the event. And um, we're going to be, this is going to be posted all over, but it's the two-day roar class. If you look it up on Facebook, um, the Park City event, you'll get all the info right there. I mean, actually, hon, like I appreciate you saying where everybody can find it, but you you all can just go on Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Just go there, and every single thing Megan's talking about is there. You just have to scroll really? down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I love you, and I love, you know, like you're being all <laughs> detail-oriented and shit, and I really I appreciate that. 
<laughs> so, but yeah, you could just go weird on the air with Megan and Suzanne. Scroll down, and it's all there. Every single thing. <laughs> oh, I love me. Okay, so maybe it's time for a caller. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Okay. <laughs> hello, Kate. Hey. Hello, hello. Welcome to the hey. action. Mm-hmm. Hello, ladies. So I actually wasn't even going to listen to the show, but then I finally got on and I was listening. And Megan, you were talking about the awakening event, and all of a sudden it like dawned on me, and my, my I started crying, and I was like, okay, maybe I'll call in, and I got brave. And it was really cool because a few days prior to this radio show, this was coming up for me, and I was like, boom. And um, what I was told, like, what I've been facing into, which I thought I was over this, but who knows, um, I was told, um, you're worthless, you're stupid, you're a liar, you're fat. And so what home sees under all of that? And mm-hmm. yeah. I would say so the, first... the biggest... Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Go ahead, Dr. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetness. Okay, so will you do me a favor and take a couple of deep breaths? One of the biggest reasons that we can't find the potency underneath the wound is we're still believing the message from the wound. Mm-hmm. So when I hear you talk and I hear your voice shake and I hear all this emotion coming up, you're still buying the lie is real. Right. And so everywhere that you've bought the lie that you're stupid and fat and worthless as real and everywhere you made that more vital, more valuable, more real, more significant than your greatness. Can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. So, Kay, what's the value of holding on to that as the truth when you abs- you know that? So let me ask you this. As the infinite being, do you know that that's not true? Yes. Cool. Cool. So <laughs> everything that doesn't everything that doesn't allow you to operate from the infinite being rather than the wounded child, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So, what is the value? What is the value of holding? that as real and true. What are you getting out of that? You have to play small. Everybody feels sorry for me. Yeah. Shit like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay, so cool. <laughs> and you know what? I have to say, dude, I've done that. And it's pretty epic sometimes, right? It's like, yeah. They're like, oh, poor you. You that? Oh, I remember like when I used to tell some of my stories. I'm like, oh my god, you could have had three Oprah shows. And I'm like, I know, isn't that awesome? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I got a lot of miles out of that. And so the thing about it is, is that it does give us some attention. It does give us some of that energy that we're that we're craving, right? But at there's a certain point at which that what it's giving us is so much less than what owning our greatness could and would be. And my guess is, since you chose to call in, that now's the time <laughs> that switch. 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So everywhere poor you has been greater than your greatness. Can we destroy that, please? Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, fun, and fuck. I'll play for Woo! So I just, for the listeners, I want you to be aware of the laugh. When she laughs, that's her awareness. That's her acknowledgement of the truth of what we're talking about mm-hmm. here. Like, when mm-hmm. you can laugh at something... And, like, even when I'm, like, saying something like, oh, cool, like, your pathetic has been getting you a lot, right? And we can laugh about that, just like Penny, right, how how she was pathetic at being pathetic. Then when we get to that laughter place, that's where that's where deep change is occurring. That's when we're beginning to own the truth. And that's what's happening right now, Kay, is you're beginning to own the truth. And would you be willing to choose your greatness and see now you've had an experiment for however old you are, right? 25, 30, I don't even know how old you are. You're kind of like this fairy child. I don't know. Like you could be 40 for all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm willing to own my greatness. (laughs) Even greater. Yes, because you know what, you know what owning the pathetic brings. And you've you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt, went on tour. Let's give greatness a chance, <laughs> right? And I say this to all the listeners: let's give greatness a chance. Mm-hmm. Let's give greatness a chance. Let's choose it. Let's see. Even if we can only choose it two percent more today, let's freaking do it and see what's possible. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know, Kay, what uh, contribution you were. I don't know if you're still looking at, if you can see the chat room, but people are acknowledging you and um, speaking to your bravery and the difference that this call is making for them. And so the process of stepping through the wound into greatness is always of service to all of us. So thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. I appreciate all of you. You guys are amazing. You know that. So, thank you. Thanks, sweetheart. Thanks for calling in. Bye for now. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a show. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kind of the energy of everything and all of the callers in the chat room today is just like I'm – Ooh, I'm feeling all these chills or this big expanse. And it's like, guys, it's time. It's time to be the greatness we came to be. Mm-hmm. No matter where we find it, no ma- let's face the dragon. Let's do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're So thank you all for joining us. And thanks for everybody in the chat room and all our callers. What an amazing show. And we'll be back next week for the third part of this series. We've got more to talk about. Wow. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. And share the show with your friends. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.